0: Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast episode. All right, my friend, before we dive into everything fasting, um, we're going to give a little life update. We missed Monday's episode. I apologize, guys. We had Mother's Day over the weekend and we were doing a shoot, and all those excuses in the world, Like I, I could have still banged it out. Um, I'm gonna hold myself accountable for that moving forward. But we're not gonna quit, we're gonna keep on moving on. And that means there's a lot of stuff to catch up on. So before we catch up on a little few life updates, let's do some breathing. Now, today we're gonna do this Ujjayi Pranayama breath work. So it's gonna be an inhale for 10, and then an inner retention, so hold for five, and then an exhale for five. So as we do this, channels the sympathetic nervous system, the raha energy. when we inhale longer than our exhale, it activates us. So it's like <sighs> Like when we breathe like that, it activates us and gets us ready. It's like a cup of coffee in the morning. Uh, when we go parasympathetic, which is the recovery stuff, which I usually end up doing, it's the exhale is longer than the inhale. So it's like <sighs> That calms the nervous system down, gets us ready to rest and digest but today we're going to speed things up so for this exercise we're going to inhale through the nose for 10 and then we're going to hold for five and then on the exhale I also want to incorporate there's this cool exercise I forget the uh like the sanskrit word for it but it's like the lion's breath so you exhale out the mouth you open the mouth really wide stick the tongue out and you go it's kind of like a hiss it's kind of like a whole thing so if you're in a safe space to do that, let it rip, guys. This is so liberating. They're so, so cool. When I started doing yoga, it was really the first time I started to overcome my own limitations to what I thought was weird, you know, and I was afraid of doing certain poses or certain exercises, uh, certain breathwork stuff because of what other people might think. So this is a great practice to lean into that and to just accept the truest versions of yourself like Hiss like a lion, baby. That's pretty liberating. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. All right, cool. So again, in for ten, through the nose, hold for five, out for five. Let's do about three rounds, and remember to hiss like a lion afterwards. All right, you we ready? We're gonna ground ourselves in three, in two, in one, in. Ah, blah, blah, blah. sorry. Pause. 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 Let's start by exhaling all the air out. Cause ten seconds on the inhale is actually pretty. It's pretty big. So let's start by exhaling all the air out with a nice exhale. <sighs> And we're going to inhale in three, two, one, through the nose. Whoa, that's challenging. Hold at the top. Now exhale. (sighs) Inhale. Nice and slow, nice and slow. hold at the top exhale at the mouth inhale through the nose and you can also inhale through the mouth to get a little bit more air in hold at the top now exhale I'm not gonna lie i don't really do that one very often that was pretty challenging that was pretty challenging on paper it looks super easy 10 5 5 10 5 5 and for 10 it's not normal <laughs> that's why i practice baby that's why i practice all right good stuff man good stuff all right i'll give you guys a little life update what's been popping guys i hope everyone's doing well I hope everyone's doing beautifully if you guys are listening to this right now my homie june guys i met june through going to Viana, which is her vegan raw vegan juice bar in Pottstown. i wish i went there when i knew about when i first started living in potstown i didn't get it to like i didn't start going there until really like fall of last year and she is so amazing she's super cool super down to earth super just energetically tapped into this world and making just incredible, and her food was incredible, and I just ended up just going there to, su- to support her, to get revitalized by this incredible food that was just fueling my body and soul and mind and spirit, and also just went there for the conversations because she's super cool, and she's starting a podcast, guys, and the Viana Cafe podcast, and she had me on. She uh, allowed me to enter and into her home into her space and her podcast setup was so cool and she made some tea and we had just a really deep uh genuine beautiful conversation and I know I've shared a lot about my life on this podcast have I actually Andrew have you in the older episodes yeah I could probably do that a little bit more honestly but in that episode I really dive into kind of my story so if you guys are interested or want to hear that um check out that episode I'll try to remind myself to put that link in the show notes because that episode is going to drop the same day that this episode drops. So check it out, Bionic Cafe, super stoked to be a part of that. Guys, connections is everything, and once you start living your true authentic self, like we love to say, in this holistic healing space, then you start attracting that, and it's really cool, and you start going into environments and, and speaking your truth and connecting with people who are on that same wavelength. You know, we're all energy, we're all, we're all vibrating at a certain frequency, and when you raise yourself to a certain frequency, you start attracting that, you know? Quantum physics, baby, quantum physics. All right, so some life updates since the last time you guys heard my voice was Mother's Day was on Sunday. Mother's Day was such a fun, beautiful day. I know my mom's listening to this because she's my number one supporter, but we woke up in the morning, gave her a nice hug. We, did I do a that morning too? I don't remember. But we we made a really nice brunch, and we just sat and talked and laughed. Oh, no, I know what it was. I did a self-tape. <laughs> I did a self-tape for this commercial, and it was just, like, naturally, inherently a very funny um, part, (laughs) and we were just laughing the whole time, so we started off Mother's Day morning just laughing, and that was such a beautiful thing, and then we made brunch, and the brunch was just delicious and amazing and super good, and we got to really spend some good quality time together, and then we got ready, and we went to the circus, Cirque Italia, which was, they, uh, they plopped in, they were performing, like, all week in our local, like, near our outlets, and it was really cool, man, I haven't been to the circus in so long, Last time was when there were, like, it was, like, big, you know, and there were animals. I don't know if I'm fully in alignment with the animals, but this was really just performances, and it was people doing, you know, artists or freaking performers doing trapeze, doing cycling, you know, unicycle, doing juggling, doing uh, hula-hooping stuff, you know, like raising the stakes, and it was just really cool, and it was really fun, and it was really geared towards children and kids and that was just we were all in a space with kids man and the jokes were you know the the moderator the MC in between when they were setting up the different segments for the performers Um, a lot of the jokes were geared towards the kids and it was just a lot of laughs a lot of fun I went there with my mom my little sister my older sister and it was just really nice man it was really nice and it was so blessed so blessed such a fun such a fun little thing man I don't go I don't go out to shows as much as I want to So that was great. And then we went to one of our favorite pizza places that I don't go to often because I don't eat pizza that much anymore. But I gave myself the grace to just indulge in the pizza. And my mom, she, uh, she got us all together and she printed out all of our human designs and because she went through this rabbit hole her friend told her about human designs and my mom uh, was fascinated by it and started doing all the research and really we just kind of sat there and like went through our human designs and it's really nice to know your human design as a, in an individual level but it's also really nice to understand other people in your lives especially the ones that you love the ones that you work with the ones you're in relationship with understanding how they're wired you know on a deeper level and how they think how they act Um, your human design really tells you the ins and outs of who you are kind of without fixing you hopefully too much to give you some wiggle room to really create and and be your own self, your own uh, true beautiful creative self and it was just really cool you know hearing everyone's design and seeing how excited my mom was about it and understanding each other a little bit more and how can we like leverage our human design to you know be the best versions of ourselves and work together and and all that stuff so that was just a really fun fun day and then we, we wrapped it up with watching swiss army man which is such a great fun uh deep and beautiful movie like it really is so beautiful farting a movie about a farting corpse it's a beautiful the daniels amaze me every time amaze me every time so mother's day was such a gift what else is going on? We had an audition for, I think I did share about this, for this Drexel student film, and I just got back that I did get the part. Granted, it's only like a scene, so it's nothing crazy, but uh, it's still cool. It gets me on set, gets me in an environment where I get to connect with other actors and other people in the field who want to make films and tell stories, which I'm always stoked for. So that's really exciting. We filmed the short. So if you guys have been following me at all, I've been writing this short film that I've been working on for so long and things started you know getting more complicated and all these things started coming up limiting beliefs and everything I'm like all right Andrew what can we accomplish with the team that we have right now let's just shoot one scene because for me I really just want a really nice grounded scene to showcase a different uh, side of my acting on a little bit more of an emotional level to tell a story like a snippet of a story that I'm really passionate about and to collaborate and to like produce and get all these different pieces together uh, was just it was a real treat and we shot it on Saturday and it just went really smoothly like we had a call sheet and usually and a lot of times when I go when I work on projects it almost always goes over goes overtime. time and we wrapped like an hour and a half before the end of the call time and everything just worked really smoothly so I'm really excited to see how it's gonna turn out the lighting the setup the the set design we we set up the our shot Um, like our set design the night before and it it looked really nice and really cool and it was just really cool being around, you know, the guys who I brought on on this team and this family and being able to bring all that talent together and hopefully tell a a piece of of story that I'm, I'm excited to share and we have all that content now so now it's really about editing getting in post-production finding a composer to do like a little bit of a score Uh, my homie's going to be doing the color design on it as well and then really just editing it all together and collaborating it with uh, my homie is going to be editing it as well so that's going to be an exciting process over these next couple months to bang that out Da, 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 da. The sun is shining, y'all, and I am embracing it. I'm taking as much time as I can to get outside of nature, which is one of my favorite healing practices is literally just taking your shoes off, soaking in the sun, and um, putting your phone away, and really just being embracing the present moment and the healing power of Mother Earth. It feels amazing. It recharges my batteries every single time. And I'm getting tan and I miss, I miss the beach. I miss the summertime, man. I miss being in Coastal Carolina for that reason, man. During the summers, even in the springtime, like we would just go surfing, and go to the beach and I'll get so tan. And when I'm tan, I actually like, I don't know what it is. I just, I move differently and I just feel better. It's crazy. So I'm, I'm starting to get my tan back, y'all. Get my tan back, y'all. So it's a friendly reminder to get outside enjoy some nice time in nature. And then on Monday as well, I went to the dentist, guys. And the dentist is not traumatic because trauma is a very supercharged word with a lot of emotion. But I always had a negative experience with the dentist and just getting cavities literally every single I like I genuinely don't think there was a time growing up where I went to the dentist and I didn't have cavities like I genuinely actually I don't I don't know if there was a time it was every single time and I want to share this because this was my first sort of awakening and questioning like truth authority is that growing up you would go to the dentist and it pretty much seemed like the only way you got cavities was from like not flossing and drinking sugary drinks and eating a lot of candy and I f- probably wasn't the world's greatest flosser but I still flossed and I w- I didn't drink soda growing up because my dad made us pay for soda if we wanted to drink soda when we went out so I just didn't drink soda growing up and I really didn't drink a lot of sugary drinks and granted I had my, ca- my fair share of candy but I had friends who ate a lot more candy than me and never got cavities so I would go there and then be like oh you ca- what do you like lay off the sodas like all these negative things saying like you got to stop drinking soda buddy i'm like i don't drink soda like that's not the problem i don't know what the problem is you know and really the first time being like this does like you are an authority figure you're an expert in this field and you're not making any sense to me and i never questioned things really when i was growing up but that was the first time i was like this doesn't add up like two plus two is not equaling four right now and as i've been learning about breath work guys there's um, it's pretty fascinating. So mouth breathing, you know, we like to say noses are for breathing, mouths are for eating. But when you chronically breathe through your mouth, it can dry out your mouth and cause a lot of cavities. So mouth breathing can cause cavities, and it changes the and it changes the structure of your face when you breathe through your mouth. Like chronic over breathing, chronic mouth breathing. Oh my God, it's so gnarly, guys. And I can share more information about this. But I'm like, had I known this knowledge when I came out of the womb, you know, it's a, like if I program myself to breathe through my nose since childhood, how like differently my face would be structured and like straight teeth, like chronic over breathing through the mouth can like cause crooked teeth. Like it's a whole freaking thing. And so that was just a big breakthrough. And then also my mom says that I went to the, you know, I went to the asthma doctors and I was on Advair, which is kind of like an, um, uh, like an albuterol inhaler. But it's like you can feel it. It's got this stuff on it and you would and you would inhale it and it would like stick to your teeth and that could cause cavities as well. It was a whole thing, but yeah, so I went to the dentist, guys, and the past couple of times I've gone to the dentist, it's like in and out, you're good to go. Nice job, man. Nice job, Andrew. I'm like, shoot, man. Shoot. Thank you. So the past couple of times I haven't actually had cavities, which is really exciting. So we're taking care of our teeth as best as we can. The pearls, man. Pearls. So yes, and then we're still uh, on week eight. We're at the very end of week eight. And then the next two segments are really going to be geared towards turning and leveraging it into a business and starting a practice with this breath work. But this week, I guided a journey, and I'm still open to guiding more journeys. I had some friends reach out to me, so thank you, thank you, thank you. But I still need about 10 more sessions, and I got friends and family, but I could use a little bit more. And then even once I go over, I still want to practice. So if you're listening to this and you want to go through a deep breathwork journey experience which is so healing and so beautiful it's only 40 minutes of intense breathing and then the greatest peace afterwards that you've ever known it's so rewarding in so many different ways so if you're interested let me know hit me up you guys just uh, message me on instagram at larkin underscore andrew and then what else is up we're back in the game with our asl sign language with my girl Daya, who is incredible and fun and i'm still growing i'm learning i feel like I want to be in a class with people though, you know, I feel like that's the most, the best way that I learn versus like meeting twice a week and kind of just learning vocab. Granted, I'm taking steps in the right direction and is awesome. And I love, I love our meetings, but yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to freaking wish I took sign language in school. Hashtag regrets guys, regrets, but it's never too late. It's never too late. And I could honestly probably like, I should check to see if there do sign language classes at like our local community college. That would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. And then where I'm also, dude, guys, seriously, the strength of our, the quality of our lives is a direct relationship to the quality of our relationships. That wasn't fully panned out and spoken in the the most beautiful words, but that's truth, man. Strong relationships is everything is the heartbeat. It keeps us going. It keeps us healthy. And when you have people that you can... Be comfortable and open with, and share what's on your heart, and hold space for them, and have them hold space for you. It is the greatest medicine of all time, greatest medicine of all time. And my homie Steve, we've been doing these like brotherhood calls where sometimes it's very efficient, and we're we're getting practical, and we're we're talking about goals, and we're and we're practicing, you know, incorporating new habits into our lives. And then sometimes it's just holding space. Sometimes it's talking about something that happened in our lives, or things that are very present for us, things that are coming up for us, uh, things we want advice on, anything under the sun, right? And having space where we can set up weekly calls to do that so it's a habit is the greatest gift ever, guys. So if you have friends and the relationships on and off or da-da-da-da-da, like setting up a consistent time to hop on a call, even if it's 20 minutes, is a game changer. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed, man. And we actually, me and Steve also, we went to my homie on Saturday, my boy Llama, who is a performer. He's an artist. He's a musician. He's a rapper. And we went and we supported him in Philly on Saturday night. And it was a really cool vibe. And it's really cool just seeing someone up there doing his thing and, you know, creating a heartbeat for the crowd and like taking control of that space, you know, and just it's 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 just so it's so cool and there's something about being in such a sm- like a small venue where it's like these are the places i just thought of like bohemian rhapsody the film bohemian rhapsody where it's like St. freddie mercury some dude out of nowhere comes up and he's in this small venue and he just crushes and like that person's out there you know like starting small in these small venues so we don't have to spend millions of dollars to see great artists like, they're out there, you know, and supporting small artists who are doing the hustle, doing the thing. It's really exciting, and it's, it's it's awesome to be a part of. And then if you guys are into watching shows and binging shows, as I know a lot of our culture is these days, my buddy Steve gave me a the recommendation for Normal People on Hulu. And I have one episode left, guys, and I'm going to watch that tonight. And this show is so fucking good, guys. I mean, Daisy Edgar-Jones, who was in... Uh, with a crawdad, sing that film. That was the first time I saw her, and she had this magnetism to her that it was kind of hard to explain. And then Paul Mescal, hope I pronounce his name right, Mescal, Mescal. And I saw him in After Son, and he was incredible in it. But I had I didn't really have any reference to him. And they're both the leads in this 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 series. And the storytelling, the camera work, it's so beautiful. And it's based on like a a, a best selling novel. And it's just so good, guys, about relationships, about mental health. And I really kind of wanted to make an episode about this show because it's so, so good. It's so good, man. It's so good. So if you guys have Hulu and you have time, 30-minute episodes, 12 episodes, you will not be disappointed. Amazing acting, amazing show, just awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, we're at the 20-minute mark. I'm not going to go too deep into fasting, but I want to talk a little bit about fasting on monday because i had a couple of drinks with my buddy like two beers when we went out on saturday and then on sunday for mother's day we all had like a margarita i was like i need to, and then the pizza i was like i need to i need to reset i need to reset so on sat on monday i did a water fast and i'd done fast like liquid fast over the past like year where i'd have like uh, a green drink um, and water, or sometimes even have a protein shake, which is like super cheating. <laughs> but as long as I just didn't eat any food in my eyes, I was, I was fasting. Uh, and, but this time I did a water fast. And there's something beautiful that happens with fast. So basically fasting is going an extended period of time without food. And this is a healing modality, a practice medicine that's been practiced for thousands and thousands of years time and time and time again, for in tribes, cultures, I mean, back when, like, food scarcity was kind of a thing, where you had to really fight for your next meal, you were living in tribes, you didn't have a Walmart that you could go to, or an Aldi, or a giant, right, grocery stores, accessible, like, you had to hunt your food and everything, sometimes you would go extended periods of time without eating, and we had this intuitive eating nature, and fasting is just an incredible way to reset the body, and granted, I am didn't come here with a list full of facts, and, and analytics about the science behind fasting that's not really why i'm here to talk about it but i want to share just my personal experience with it from the the physical but also the mental side of fasting which i find even more they're both beneficial but super beneficial is the mental side of it so growing up right i shared one episode where i talk about overeating and my indulgence in feeling like i need more food than my body actually needs and when i fast it's fascinating because I know for a fact that my body can go days without food, right? And sometimes, like, I'll have a meal. And I'm like, I need more. I need more. I need more. But when I can fast and I can go an extended period of time without food and then also feel good and feel the benefits of when I'm not eating, like, that's why snacking isn't the greatest thing in the world because we need to give our bodies time to digest our food, And it takes a lot of energy to digest food. So when we're eating, our bodies doing the things internally to break down this food and doing its thing to turn into energy, turn into all kinds of things, to waste. And when we just stop eating, our bodies aren't focused on breaking down food, so it can start healing and focusing on different parts of the body that need help, need healing, need whatever. Right. So it's just a great way to reset the body. And again, there's so much science that I don't fully know and understand but I feel it I feel it I think firsthand experience is one of the greatest um, anecdotes you can't really deny and lie about anecdotes so the the the, the physical benefits of it is really incredible I've been struggling with my recovery through my whoop score and i woke up the next morning and i pretty much fasted for like 38 to 40 hours because i stopped eating around 7 p.m the night before and i have started eating again at like 9 p.m 9 a.m like the next the next day so that was, it's like incredible because like all I right i'm fasting while i'm sleeping which is easy right um, and I'm only awake for like 16 hours throughout the day, maybe, give, not even, yeah, or so. So it's it's like most of it's just just sleeping. But that's beside the point. That's beside the point. I woke up the next morning and I had a 96% recovery, which I was like, okay, that's awesome. Pretty cool. My body did something cool. My heart rate variability elevated. We're on fire. We're feeling good. So physically, the benefits are were really awesome. But mentally, there's something incredible that happens when you are getting these urges, these impulses. It's like when I practice breath holding, you get these impulses to breathe, but knowing that you have a reserve amount of oxygen in the tank that you don't actually, you'll still survive if you hold your breath a little bit longer. So I'm like, as I'm not eating food, I know I can survive. And when I push past this, this craving of hunger, that hunger actually just goes away. It's like this weird thing where it's just, it's kind of like building, building, building. And then you like, you push through that and then it's like whoosh and then you're cruising and then it might come up a couple hours later and it's like building 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 and then you push through it and it's like you're cruising which is why people can go like days and days and days without fasting and as you continue to fast longer the urges are actually less and less and less it's it's like a weird fascinating thing because i guess when we create habits of circadian rhythms like i eat breakfast at 9 a.m i eat lunch at 12 i eat dinner at six our bodies, when that time comes up, it's been on a loop for so long, our bodies, our body starts creating uh, ghrelin, which is like the hunger hormone, and our mouth starts salivating, and we're like, where's the food? Where's the food? Where's the food? So when you go extended periods of time, our body's like, okay, something's different's happening, I'm not expecting food anymore, and you can like extend it for a longer period of time. It's really cool, and it really shows what you're capable of when you push past initial discomfort. Getting comfortable with the uncomfortable divine shit happens guys when we start working and flexing that muscle which is why we do cold showers which is why we love to exercise and um, for competitors there's that physical exercise does that breath work as well pushing through discomfort on the other side of that is a, uh, it's magic man it's magic and again for me growing up I always felt like I needed a lot of food and I had all my reasons you guys can check out my old episode where I talk about my struggle with overeating but then you go like, I'm like, Andrew, you just went 38 hours without food and you feel great. Like, what else can you do, man? Like, you are so capable. So, there's a mental component of overcoming that that is so beneficial and just it's super empowering, man. I think that's the greatest word is it's empowering when you can go through a 24 hour fast. So you get the physical benefits of it and then you get the mental empowerment from it and feeling into the feelings of wanting to do something, but having the discipline, the discipline, that's another great word for this, to, to push through that. And the last thing that I'm gonna add is that there's this, there's this other mental component that I really wanna hone in on that I think is fascinating. So our mindsets, we can look at an event and it can be inherently good or bad, but I think there's an event, and then there's good and bad are two sides of the same coin, right? So the coin is the event, and then good and bad, both sides of the same coin. And we get to choose how we look at it, and how we look at it creates our reality, right? And and I firmly believe that. Like, life can happen to you, or it can happen for you. And if I choose for it to happen for me, I sit in gratitude, and I see the lesson in everything. If it's happening to me, and I look at it as happening to me, then I'm a victim, and I'm powerless, and I'm less than, right? Two completely different energies with the exact same circumstance that happened to you. And that means that you get to choose how you look at it, which means you get to sort of create your life in reality just by the way that you think and that you mentally look at a certain situation. So that being said, I want to talk about the idea of not eating food. That is the event, right? So going hours and hours and hours without food, that is the event. That's the circumstance the given circumstances and then there are two ways to look at it now this can be a controversial topic I'm not gonna dive too deep into it but because it's it's fueled with so much deeper stuff but you can look at it as starving yourself or you can look at it as fasting and gaining the benefits and healing from not eating so right same event like let's say 24 hours of not eating I could go in with the intention of I'm starving myself, which means I'm actually depleting myself of nutrients. I'm depleting myself of calories. I'm I want to get smaller. I want to all these like these 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 labels and these identifications with looking at not eating food as starving yourself, right? You're telling yourself that I can't have this. I can't do that. And it's de- it's energetically just the thought alone is creating a physical manifestation. Like it's the placebo effect. The placebo effect is essentially your the narrative in your head, the stories that you tell yourself create your reality. And there's so much data. They have double-blind placebo trials. They have so much research to show the truth of the placebo effect. I could do a whole episode on the placebo effect, uh, giving examples of how it's 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 super real. And that just takes us back to the power of the thoughts. And so we can look at not eating food as starving ourselves and we can create a physical manifestation of I'm actually depleting and, and my, my bones might be getting weaker, my livers, my organs, my tissues, my body organs and everything is just, is getting, is getting sucked away. It's getting starved. It's getting less than, and you can just by visualizing that can create that physical manifestation in the body and feel the effects from that. Or granted on the other side, other side of the coin, same effect, 24 hours of not eating food. You can look at it as fasting and you can look at it as I'm actually benefiting from this, I'm getting the, the, the physiological effects, I'm recharging the batteries, I'm resetting the system, I'm allowing time and space for my body to heal in, in, in any other way that needs necessary, I'm giving my body rest, I'm gaining, you're, you look at it as gaining something, whereas when you look at yourself as starving yourself, you're looking at yourself as, as losing something. Right. So this is this is a different episode, pretty much about just the placebo effect and the power of thoughts, the power of the mind. So when we look at things, we get to choose how we look at certain situations and fasting. That's why sometimes when I do a new a new practice, I like to understand the benefits of it, because it's one thing to do it and to, to get benefits. Like if I just told someone random off the street, go 24 hours without fasting and they didn't really understand why they didn't really understand the benefits of it. I don't really know how it's going to react in the body, you know? If I told them that it's good and they have this idea that it's good, then maybe, like, they'll have some positive effects from it. And, like, that would be awesome. That's really cool. But if I also, like, give them databases and lists and list out what are the exact benefits that this is, you're going to get from this, then it's at the forefront of their mind, then they can, it's like you have the benefits of the actual work and the actual act itself, and then the, the added benefits of the belief behind that, that fuels and creates it even more and even deeper. So the power of thought is pretty cool. I didn't really mean for this to turn into a conversation about the power of thought, but who doesn't love the power of thought? That's uh, where we really take our power back once we can start auditing our, our thoughts and really becoming intentional with the thoughts that flow through meditation, breath work. All these practices are such a great way to realize that, realize and um, actualize those thoughts. Journaling, all the good stuff. Therapy! Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, that's pretty much what I got. Nothing crazy. Fasting is pretty cool. It's, uh, again, something that scares me. <laughs> you know, like I'm never really super stoked to do a fast. <laughs> Just like I'm not super stoked to jump into cold water, but I love the effects and the benefits afterwards. And proving it to myself that I can do it afterwards is liberating, it's empowering, and it's just a bunch of good, man. And I love flexing the muscle of getting comfortable with discomfort in the body. You know, you if you really put your mind to something, you're capable of so much more than you know. And fasting is just a great practice for, and just a reminder for that because a lot of times we think we can get into these limiting self-belief loops and it can be really disempowering. But when you do a practice that, when you do something that you didn't think you actually could and you do it and you survive, but you don't only survive, you thrive. You're like, damn, what else can I do? What else can I do? And you realize that this ceiling that you've had has only been there because you placed it there, right? Uh, You're like, shit, man, is there even a ceiling? And then you start doing more things outside your comfort zone. And then proving to yourself again that you can do more than you think you can. And then you start escaping this mental prison in your mind. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Alright. That's enough of Tangents for today. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. If you're digging with this. If you're vibing with this. Like, comment, rate, subscribe, review. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your loved ones. Spread the word. Spread the love, my friends. Spread the love. And you guys can follow me on Instagram at Larkin underscore Andrew. Or you guys can check me out on my my website at andrewlarkin.me and always guys remember small act of kindness for you for others makes the world go round we need it now more than ever hug a loved one give them a nice bear hug human touch is so healing high five yourself because you are deserving you are beautiful you are worthy you are enough you are enough you are enough and always 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 strive to live a lucid life this is Andrew Larkin one love